Previously on Shulbro's Week in Review. It was really entertaining, and these dudes were totally into it. Like, <laughs> they were all in. <laughs> Dude, I feel like if your career is mimicking the movements of a monkey, like, you have to be all in. Like, you can't just, like, <laughs> I only do this on weekends. You can't halfway that. Yeah, you can't halfway that. <laughs> <laughs> There's no, like, hey, I, I only do a party here and there, and then the rest of the time I'm doing Like, you need to, like, live and breathe being a monkey <laughs> you're like i'm kind of not feeling it today so i'm going to be like the australopithecus afarensis which is like the missing link of sorts you know i'll kind of walk around like a monkey but you know i'm kind of evolving right in front of your eyes <laughs> you're listening to shoal bros week in review darren we got a show today, and I got to know, can you dig it? Okay, I don't know what the line is after that, but did you just drop a Warriors reference? <laughs> yeah, well, you got to drop. Uh, Warriors, come out and play. Classic. <laughs> Classic. I think that's 70s uh, New York uh, rival gangs come. And the guy who said, can you dig it, tries to bring them all together. And then, of course, that goes sideways. And then it's uh, the Warriors have to get back home. It was it was he it was a conclave of all the rival gangs and someone assassinated them. They blamed the Warriors. So they had yes. to run the gauntlet. And the other gangs were like the baseball player out uniform gang and the clown gang. I mean, it was so ridiculous. Yeah, the clown gang and the baseball player gang were the coolest. Uh, anyway, uh I could dig it. We got a great show coming today. Uh, and I think we got to start with updates. And I'll give one update to the listener if that's all right. Or are you dying to give me an update first? No, you do updates. I actually have a feature. Okay. I'm ready to hear the feature. But first, major update. Darren Schulman has gone pro. <laughs> what do you mean by that? We do this for the love of the game. And I was... 15 minutes late for our airtime and oh. Darren's like tapping his watch being like Jeff bro it's time to do this where are you giving me major major um uh what's the right word major what what did you give me angst guilt. angst <laughs> guilt yes thank you you're like a walking dictionary too uh so so to I, the show I value bro, I value our listeners and although our show is not live there are people who will email us when we're late getting an episode out all right. Yeah. That the Schulmeisters, as uh, DJ has called us, uh, are called the people who listen to this show. The Schulmeisters demand promptness. And Darren, you're ready to do this. So what's your uh, feature? If we if we act professional, we may get a real ad. Another real ad. Sorry. Ooh, do you have one? No, I'm just saying, like, you've got to be you've got to project the image you want to be. So, you know, I'm trying to keep us on time, you know, be very professional so that you know, the advertisers will use us as their way to reach their audience. <laughs> You're like the guy wearing the suit to the startup interview. <laughs> like everybody there is wearing jeans and a t-shirt and you walked in with the suit and you're like, I'm dressed for the job. I think I want. I feel like I'm more like the guy who wears the tuxedo to the job interview, like in Step Brothers. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> prestige. We are prestige worldwide, dude. Yeah, we are. Uh, I wanted to take away the stain of your attempts at a theme song. Okay. 
And also we've had some failed attempts at uh, slogans. Yep. Uh, which, by the way, I still like some of the ones I came up with. But The best yeah. a man can get? Well, I, I figured we've been cherry picking slogans. I decided that my new pitch to you is I've just gone through and taken every slogan from one particular company who spends billions of dollars on slogans. And I figure we'll just literally copy their work because it works for them. So they have multiple slogans and you're going to use uh, run them all by me or they have yeah. one. No, I'm, I'm going back in time. So I'll, oh, I'll, wow. I'll let the cat out of the bag. I went back through the history of McDonald's. Oh, man, I was going to say, don't tell me. I want to I want to be able to guess the company based off of all the slogans you do. I mean, some of them say McDonald's in it, so you're going to guess it. So I'm sorry. <laughs> um, but some of them, not, I'm going to tell you this. Some of them are going to come out like maybe slightly inappropriate, but I'm literally reading them from the McDonald's slogans list. Dude, they're only inappropriate if you make them inappropriate. So I won't giggle. Okay. Uh, and if I no do giggles. giggle, it's because I think they're funny on the like surface level, not because I think you should interpret it the way that your dirty mind is interpreting it, audience, Schulmeisters. Yeah, Schulmeisters, you don't have a dirty mind because you know the Schul bros don't. Okay. If, so if you keep it clean, we'll keep it clean. McDonald's kept it clean. Let's do this. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so Sorry. The, the first one I think I'm going to throw out automatically, but I have to be a completist. The first one is look for the golden arches from the 19, early 1960s. Okay, so Shoal Bros, we can review. Look for the golden arches. I guess that works, actually, because people are like, they're so hungry for something, and they're getting nothing from us that then they're like, well, maybe a nice good quarter pounder with cheese with a side of lard uh, dipped French fries will, will satisfy the hunger left by the Shoal Bros. That would be a good slogan if McDonald's was paying us. Yeah. Like, like hey, would, let's, it's like Pepsi and, or like, um, what are those things? Those, like good with a Coke or good with a Pepsi, you know? Yeah, exactly. Like pairings. Like what's better? Eat, eat McDonald's while you're listening to Shoal Bros. I don't think we can take that as our only slogan because it doesn't say enough about us. But, yeah. you know, and McDonald's was growing over time. That was our first one. Okay. Now we're getting a little closer. Real good and still only 15 cents. Ooh. We could start charging. There's like Patreon or whatever. We yeah. could charge 15 cents to make that work. Yeah, real good and still only 15 cents. It's such a small number in today's dollar figures. I wonder if anyone would spend 15 cents to listen to us. It'd be sad if they wouldn't. To be perfectly honest, the amount of time and energy you put into this and somebody wouldn't even give you 15 cents if you asked them. Yeah, I mean, here's my concern. Like A quarter seems almost like less, even though it's more. Because hmm. 15, just doesn't that have like that mental image? Like it's two pieces of chain instead of one. Uh, yeah, because you got to put a dime in a nickel. What, what yeah. song is that? Tupac? Try that to make a, a dollar song. out of 15 cents. A dime and a nickel. That is. Uh, I Get Around, I think, is the song. Uh, wow. This is not normally what we talk about on our show, but that is a good reference. Thank you. Thank you. Um, so I think that's a, um, a possibility. Okay. All right. That was from the 60s. This is from the mid-1960s. Um, here's the slogan. Let's eat out. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what that has. I don't know that that's going to work for us. <laughs> that's not going to work for our show. I don't know why they came up with that, but that's probably not related to our show at all. Well, because back in the sixties, all they would do is eat in the home. And then McDonald's came around and it's like, Hey, you could do like a fancy go out of the house for 15 cents and eat out. Out, yeah. So I don't think that has any relation to our show or the Showmeister. So mm -hmm. we're probably not going to use that one. 
this one might be good or it might be creepy. The closest thing to home. Like Shulbros, the closest thing to home. Like, do you think that'll make us feel like we're part of their family or is it like we're creepy, like standing next to their home? I mean, it works like for our two core listeners, mom and dad. Like, say oh, it all yeah. together again. The Shulbros, we can review. They got to give it with their name, man. Come on. Shulbros, we can review. The closest thing to home. Yeah. I mean, it is. It's like the closest thing to like when we were all just chilling in Oxford, Ohio. Uh, making stupid jokes and uh watching all the shows that we're still talking about 30 years later so So that one's that one is a possibility and think about it like think about all those people who are out there who have watched the warriors or have watched jurassic world and are just like i need somebody to get me i need somebody to talk about this (laughs) bring me home so that's real we didn't blast this out but if you've been listening to us talk about jurassic world for like every single episode we finally saw it and we geeked out so much that the first time we talked about it, we recorded it. So there is a special Show Bros episode out there <laughs> where we talk about Jurassic World for, I think it was an hour and a half. <laughs> it was a long time. And it is available on every major podcasting platform. Okay. So this one actually is probably the maybe the best one so far for us. Okay. Ready? You deserve a break today. And this is from the early 70s. I think that's dead on, man. Show Bros, we can review. You deserve a break today. Yeah, and the best part about it was I had this vision of like someone working like either in a factory or, or during a trial, and they see the slogan like, you know what, I do deserve a break, and they just walk off the job for an hour, listen to our podcast, and then try to go back to work. And like, I deserved it. <laughs> yeah, I, I think like imagine you're like sitting at your desk, you know, and you're just reading about the stock market and getting really depressed, and you're like, I deserve a break today. Shulbros, we can review. Yeah, here we fun. are. Like, what better way to spend the only free time you have in your day than listening to us? <laughs> Speaking of which, by the way, I, I was at a Sounders game yesterday. They won 4 nothing, And uh, we, I went with a, uh, a guy who's, like, in my professional network. And he's, I, I made the mistake of tweeting out Shulbros once or twice. And oh. this guy follows me for, like, all my UW stuff and the product management center. And he's like, yeah, I saw that you have a podcast. I was going to check it out. I'm like, mm, I don't do that. <laughs> Well, hold Please on. Don't do that. Check him so when he does listen to this one, he'll like us. Uh, Lewis, if you are listening, Lewis, this guy's a big deal, by the way. Not like big deal to our listeners. Um, so now hopefully he's not listening. No. <laughs> he's a big deal in his chosen field. That's right. He is like a product management guru and uh, helps people get product management jobs. His name is Lewis Lynn. And we were talking, we were geeking out over product management. And then he's like, yeah, I saw that you have a podcast. What's it? Shoal, Shoal Brothers? I'm like, Shoal <laughs> Bros, man. So here's Shoal the Brothers, question. Would you say this is like the equivalent of like Darren, you know, a baseball game with like a Supreme Court justice? And they're like, hey, I heard you have this podcast, Shoal Bros. We can review. Like, is, it, is he that level of like major in your field? Uh, Supreme Court justice is a little bit extreme. <laughs> Well, I'm trying to think of like, oh, I'm a lawyer. So I'm trying to think of like the equivalent of like, okay, yeah, really big. like I'd say like our judge, Steve uh, Abshire, who was running for a uh, juvenile judge in Montgomery County, our f- second guest on our show. Yeah. So he third guest. that level of big, <laughs> maybe, maybe step above, but <laughs> I mean, he's but a I... friend already. So it's not that embarrassing. It's like someone who did not know, you know? Oh, I see. Yeah. Uh, 
Yeah. I mean, think about it as if you're your mayor, but I guess your your city manager listens or his wife does. Yeah, Steve will eventually be on. I mean, we're, he's going to get number one name check uh, status. And, and I love how he, he today I was actually talking about the Shoal Bros, and he was like, is Jackie like, what did he say? Is she, is she like your official sidekick now? And she and I were in the room, and we both said, no, she's our owner. <laughs> ah, yeah, it's a step above sidekick. She does nothing but collects all the revenue. Yes, all the revenue except for the $20 you have not shared with me. That did come in before she bought us, though. Yeah, except for the $20. That's right. Uh, okay, uh, what do you got another slogan for us? All right, this is another good one. This could be good. Get down with something good. Oh, yeah, that's totally our new slogan. And that's from the mid-70s. Shoal Bros Week in Review. Get down with something good every I, week be, on every major podcasting app. I think that has potential. <laughs> I think it has potential. You know what this bit reminds me of, though, by the way, if you want to call it a bit or a discussion? Um, last what? week when I was doing the singing one, the songs, <laughs> and like I could, I could like kind of feel it inside that maybe I should stop. <laughs> I don't know if anybody's enjoying this. And you're like, Jeff, please stop. And I'm like, no, I gotta, I gotta keep going. <laughs> I can stop, through. but I've got literally five more. I don't know if we could do five more. I think we got to keep the listener in suspense for a few of them. Maybe we could ask our guest if she thinks, uh, any of them will be good. All right. So do you want, all right, I'll just, let's do this. Let's do this. Cause you know, content is hard. We content did, is hard. We did five from the sixties and we went all the way to the seventies. I will save the last five till next week. I, yeah. And I feel like I might've hurt, hurt your feelings. a little bit. Well, I, I just don't know why. I mean, we got a rough start. McDonald's had a, a rough start in the sixties. Like let's eat out. And the closest thing to home are kind of like, not ideal slogans. They, there are some good ones through the 90s. I, I so, think that this one you just read, and I, I have like short-term memory loss, but it was like getting good or something. Get down with something good. Yeah, dude. That's. I mean, I think you got to end on top. It's the Show Bros. We could review. Get down on something good with something good. I'm, I'm cool with it, man. Is that better than the Hammer Pants of podcasts, though? That's what I don't know. Ooh. Hammer Pants of podcasts is probably the best. It captures everything and we need to know about has, us. It has a side advantage of, I don't think we, we can get sued by anybody for it. That is, that is an advantage. You know, uh, I don't know if McDonald's is like aggressively pursuing their old, um, uh, their old IP, intellectual property, but I could see they'd definitely come out, come after us if we did the Shoal Bros. We can review. Do you believe in magic? <laughs> and, and then you dressed up like in a really cheesy ronald like costume with like bad makeup and stuff yeah yeah i think they'd cut <laughs> but like and, a fake uh, version like the sad version like you do exactly ronald mcdonald but you just paint the, the like lips so that they're just <laughs> crooked down a little bit and the eyes you just have like a little bit of sadness in them. So you'd be sad ronald and i would dress up like the hamburglar and we would totally get arrested <laughs> <laughs> i don't know i see you more as a grimace Oh, I would love Grimace, but I just feel like the hamburger looks like he's up to no good, if you know what I mean. Like, and I'm not talking about stealing hamburgers. Yeah, Hamburglar does seem like he's in general just some trouble. Um, but but, but Grimace, but, Grimace is my guy. I like Grimace. And if you could do like sad Grimace, you know, so if it's so it's like copyright <laughs> infringement, like he's just a little dirtier, you know, like the costumes like been on Vegas Strip where they yes, Vegas Strip Grimace and Ronald. <laughs> <is> our... <laughs> 
and we're just like show bros we oh we could tap the we could make business cards and tap them like they do on vegas you know oh, like, you're handing people? Yeah. So tap tap gonna, here you go show bros gonna, we could review do you believe in magic do, do you remember that like no. bird i think her name was birdie i don't remember the bird there was a bird that hung out with them uh, i was gonna say that our owner jackie could be in the bird costume if she wanted to be our yeah. side flash owner or I she think, could be a fry guy. Remember those little fry guys? Fry guys, man. We definitely need a fry guy. And I think a lot of people need Google to find out what we're talking about. But Grimace, Grimace and Sad Ronald McDonald, and we, we, we uh, grab some slogans, we hit Vegas, and uh, we, we pitch out the podcast and, and take pictures with the children. I got to throw one more, one more out there. I know I'm running this into the ground. But, <laughs> but if Steve is willing to join our show, he can be Mayor McCheese. Oh, Sad yeah. Mayor McCheese. You did not run that into the ground. That was the right <laughs> amount of running. <laughs> Sad Mayor McCheese. Sad Mayor McCheese. I, all right. Now, actually, I, I was thinking doing this in like in Vegas. And, and by the way, have, have, do you know anybody like personally? I know we see like the tourists from all over the world. But do you know anybody personally who has let their kid get next to one of those Vegas people in those super <laughs> dirty and smelly costumes of like Elmo that have like that? <laughs> cheese fat burger cheese grease stains on them and everything <laughs> I, I hope that's what the stains are um i have i have never known anyone to do that um no no i've not i think someone came back one time and had a picture with one of those but i don't remember who it was and i was okay. like what are you doing dude <laughs> so gross i always cringe when i see like the parents like hey go ahead take a picture like <laughs> it's santa claus and it's like dude this this person here on the Vegas Strip dressed in the Elmo costume is not somebody you want your kid hanging out with. Most likely not. And and but my favorite is not the Elmo, although the Elmo is a mainstay. It's the sort of self-made cobbled together Transformer. I was going to say the Transformer guys. Like it never looks like them exactly, <laughs> but it kind of does. It's more than a Halloween costume. Yeah, they do a pretty good job. I mean, they do a good job for their own thing, but it doesn't have the level of professionalism. <laughs> That I would pay to take a picture with. Not the level of professionalism that the Shulbros bring to podcasting. Exactly. We're, <laughs> we're going to corporate now, you know? Yeah, we we've gone too far. Fans. We're getting in good while it's good. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> what was it again? Shulbros, we can review. What's Which the slogan? One? Get it good or something? Oh, you want the slogan from before? Yeah, the one we decided on. That's either that or Get the hammer. Get down pen. with something good. Get Shulbros, we can review. Get down with something good. Um, I still like that you deserve a break today, by the way. Yeah, I just feel like we're not a break. We're like a full audio experience that takes you to a whole other level of awesomeness. <laughs> full, you know, you might just come up with our slogan. Show Bros. Review. A full audio experience that takes you to a whole new level of awesomeness. <laughs> I do like, like that. You know, like write that down. Or just what about just a, a whole new level of awesomeness? You know what? That's actually truth in advertising because it is a whole new level. We didn't say what level it is. Which direction? Like, is yeah. the, are these levels going up, or is it like awesomeness was like there, and then this is a whole new level down below? Like, this is like in the basement of awesomeness. This is yeah. anti-awesomeness, borderline like the antithesis of awesomeness, but it still qualifies because it's on the awesome scale. Exactly. Like, I think. It's, I, I want to be true when I advertise, and I think that I could legitimately say we're it's telling the truth. level of awesomeness. Uh, I do like awesomeness. the audio experience part, though. You do need the audio experience, a full audio experience. Yes. Like, you can't, <laughs> like, I know, like, we had uh, Jenny Curtis on with Solar Podcast. And, yeah. Uh, 
you talked about how you need to have surround sound in your ear, both earbuds and not the mono. I yeah. think it's the same way. You need to have us on with stereo. You need to be able to hear our voices coming at you from all around you just yeah. to really appreciate what's happening to you. Oh, dude, like we do need to go into a studio and like have our conversations, but then and like rotate which microphone we talk to so that like we change in somebody's head, like where our voice is coming from. Oh, that would be cool. Yeah. I'd be like, hello. So hello. Uh, this is a completely unrelated story, <laughs> but I, I do have to tell you. So hello. one time I was in Vegas, I went to a hypnotist show. Yeah. And I got hypnotized. Bad idea. It was a very bad idea. But the best part was they told me that I was a ghost and that people couldn't see me. So I was like going up to one side of their ear going, ooh, and then I'd run to the other side and say, ooh, you know, because like, <laughs> the voices were coming from different places. And, and I cracked myself up because yeah, that would be hilarious, just like you said. But yeah. the bad part was everyone could see me and I was just being an idiot. Yeah. Like, what were you feeling at that time? It's really weird when you get hypnotized because you like, you kind of know you're hypnotized, but you're kind of powerless to stop it. And you just think <laughs> it's cool. And, and, and I was like, I really wanted to be hypnotized because they asked for volunteers and I was so nervous and they tell you, you have to relax or it won't work. And I was like, well, it didn't work because I'm really nervous and I kind of am still thinking. And then the dude was like, okay, what's your name? And he had put a block on me. And so I couldn't say it. Like I knew it. But like my mouth just wouldn't say it. And I guess the look of shock on my face because I was like freaking out because I was like, wait a minute, this is this is weird. So I'd say it's real, but I can't explain it. Dude, one of your real or fakes has to be about a dude who gets hypnotized and then hilarity ensues or then a, a tragedy begins when a man is hypnotized in Vegas. That would be a good story. We should just yeah. write it. <laughs> we should just write it. Which would you do? A man is hypnotized in Vegas and hilarity ensues. You know, kind of make an office space uh, remix where you get hypnotized and the guy dies and then you're just relaxed from then on. But instead of being relaxed, you still Did think you're the ghost. Space? I believe, if I remember correctly, office space, the guy's hypnotized and then, uh, or not, maybe they're not hypnotized. He's like told to relax or something. And then the guy who's going to bring him out of the like, the oh, relaxed like or something. Yeah, and then he was just like, yep, I don't feel like doing that anymore. Like, And he just had this totally chill attitude at work. I forget. You might be right. Uh, I was thinking uh, it's got to be comedy because I'm not – I think it could be like Hangover, you know? Like, mm. you got to recreate all the stuff you did. I do like the idea of him dying while you're under, though. That's good. Okay. So you're hypnotized. I, and I like the idea of it being that you think you're a ghost that nobody could see. <laughs> <laughs> you know how funny it is? You'd go in and like – Try to do all this really bad stuff, and you just keep getting like crazy. You'd be on video doing all this horrible stuff in town. Like this could be yeah. a good movie. So a guy is hypnotized, uh, while thinking he's a ghost that nobody could see, and then he witnesses a crime, and is has to uh, get to the police to let them know what he saw. Uh, no, no police. No police. I think he's doing all <laughs> the bad things, or juvenile things thinking people can't see him and it's getting worse and worse i know but i think at some point there's got to be like another MacGuffin, like something that like you know what i mean there's got to be some conflict that is not just this this dude doing hijinks um good point uh, i think there's got to be something like what would you do what would be bad if you were pretending to be a ghost and then something happened i think it's i think you got to do like sister act like he witnesses a murder and then they're out to get him and yeah, he doesn't okay. think anybody I, could hear him i or I like but that. they can. 
he doesn't think anyone can see him. So he's standing there watching the murder. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then he just walks away like it's no big deal. And they keep chasing him. But by luck, you know, like, like Mr. Magoo or something like luck. Oh, getting baby's away. day out. Oh, yeah. It could totally be baby's day out, you know, where the baby like does things and the bad guys chasing him. Keep yeah, getting hurt. I get him. But the guy keeps thinking he's invisible because all these weird things happen that coincidentally let him. Yeah. Dude, but we why have- would. Yeah. Now we just need uh, Michael Cotter. Get him on board. I mean, it's in Vegas, so you know there's going to be like mob people or criminals or something. Yeah, that's not that hard. No. Uh, it's totally realistic. And, and you you were the guy who thought nobody could see you do ghosts. So it's like almost a documentary, basically. We, we can actually say based on a true story. <laughs> Dude, you, I love that. You know, there was a, a movie. I think it's The Strangers. Um, and they are this people who just knock on a door and then just murder everybody in the house. And it's super creepy in the commercial the movie is not that great but the concept is pretty scary and it's called it says based on a true story or based on true events and i'm like man i gotta find out what those true events are that's super scary and then i googled it and i might have messed up the movie or something so that is the movie that you described i encourage everybody to google which one i'm talking about but i and the the true events that it's based on is somebody knocked on their door out of nowhere and the person was scared and then everything else (laughs) it's not real that's not true. Is that true? <laughs> hey, use Google, man. I, I always fact check the show bros unless we fact check each other. Uh, when we fact check each other, we're fact checking each other with the same Google. So it's probably worth double fact checking us. Dude, Google don't lie. Like, by the way, speaking of Google, like I was talking about the monkey pox and I was like, hey, I think like 10% of people die. And then I was like, I think I might have made that up because that seems pretty high. I don't remember where I got it. Somebody, a showmeister sent me a, a message that uh, the CDC said, yes, up to 10% have died. Hey, I do have some monkeypox news. I think they re- announced that some sort of vaccine actually helps against monkeypox. Nice. I, now I they just need to change the name, dude. Yeah, change the name to, hey, we, we've been going about this the wrong way, and then we should probably go to our commercial break. Probably. We've been trying to cast monkeypox out so our monkeys don't get besmirched, but we need to take a playbook out of like politics what do we hate that we need to jump monkeypox onto because we can't just say go away from monkeypox like we need to make it something else like is there another animal that just needs a little bit more hate oh i don't like squirrels i mean i kind of do but squirrel pox would i'd be interesting um squirrel pox um dingoes i mean i think we already Sadly, whether for better or worse, dingoes are ruined by the dingoes ate my baby. Yeah, nobody likes dingoes because they ate the baby. And there aren't any dingoes around here. So at least in America, no one's going to go out and like rampage against dingoes. Yeah. So let's call it dingo pox. And it's dingo. fun to say, actually, when you say it out loud. Dingo pox. You know? Dingo pox. And it kind of sounds fun. So like no one's going to be as mad. Like, yeah, we're not going to be scared of dingo pox. We're not going to be scared <laughs> of dingoes any more than we already are because the dingo ate my baby. The dingo. Yeah, Dingo ate my baby. Uh, yeah, and the funny thing is that movie was literally like, what, 30 years ago now? More? I mean, I saw it when I was like six. So it's, it's going to be like, is it 40 years old now? The dingoes ate your baby a long time ago, man. Look it and up. I think it was Meryl Streep. It's the only thing I think about, about dingoes. Yeah, so let's think about pox, too. Dingo pox. Dingo pox. Start the and, campaign and, now. Send a letter to your congressperson. Dingo pox. And you know what the best part about dingo pox is? Unlike any other animal we could have put it on, the dingoes might thank us. They're like, you know what? 
having a pox is bad, but eating babies is worse. So thank yeah. you for replacing it. Yeah. Nobody's going to say the dingoes ate my baby. They're going to start saying dingo pox. Now, I think we're on to something. Uh, we got to get to our guest. And I got to tell you one thing. I fact check myself. And here's the live quote from grunge.com. Bertino devised the film based on a childhood memory. As a kid, I lived in a house on a street in the middle of nowhere. One night while our parents were out, someone knocked on the front door and my little sister answered it. At the door were some people asking for someone who didn't live there. That's it? Yeah, that's, uh, that's the this childhood memory that sparked uh, the strangers knocking on a door and killing everybody in the house. If, that is, if, if the film board or whoever in society allowed that to say, based on a true story, I think our hypnotized mob murderer witness guy based on a true story definitely based on a true story all right speaking of based on a true story uh we're five minutes late to meet our guest which is a true story <laughs> wow that was horrible all right and now a word from our hopefully real sponsor or just another dead air time more dead air time be back soon with a guest Darren, uh, okay, I don't know if there was an ad that played, but I think uh, that awkward silence is never getting old. Um, I mean, I think you do know. (laughs) I guess past history would suggest that there was no ad there, uh, but we might have to make one up soon enough. Uh, But you were tasked with bringing us a guest today, and I'm dying to know who's here, who's with us. All right, today we have my good friend, Jill Snyder. Jill is the Visitor Engagement Manager. I believe that's her title. She will correct me. That is. You're right. For the Columbus and Franklin County Metro Parks. Uh, Jill is pretty famous. She is a former president of the Friends of the Columbus Zoo. She was president before me. um, And she inspired me to the greatness that I have achieved now. And I've also seen her on TV at least once, which, as you know, Jeff, is what we define as famous. (laughs) TV. Yes. I love the two things, by the way. Sorry, Darren, to interrupt. And we got to hear from Jill. But. The two things that I just love about how you make uh, make the pitch that somebody's famous is TV, which totally down, and then that they they had the same role that you have. So just like a little <laughs> subtle, as, because Darren likes to think of himself as being famous, so it yes. makes sense. Let's be fair. I do not like to think of myself as famous. I like to think of myself as kind of a big deal. Ah, you're kind not a big of deal. A big deal. Kind of a big deal. So, Jill, do you remember? I, I don't know if there's been more than one time, but I was sitting at home watching the news and I was like, that's Jill Snyder on there because you were unveiling like a new park and they're interviewing you. Have you been on TV more than that time or is that the time? Are we remembering the same time? I don't think she liked that question. Did she drop us? Like a bad habit. I'm on. You're not here. <laughs> <laughs> Drop for a minute. Okay, we thought we. I thought I offended you with your TV question. It must have been back in no, I, I was going to say it's. It's funny that you ask because just today I was filming the next couple of Metro Parks commercials that will yeah. air. So you're in commercials. Yeah. So so what we do is the you know what we in the biz call OTT, which is Ooh. over the top. It's it's basically it's cable, not cable. It's the internet ads that run on like netflix hulu all of those sorts of bingy sorts of programs and so we um target demographics when we do them so we we do a a different 60 second commercial every month um and now i now write them 
I like to say I produce them, which is totally not true. I just say stand here, don't stand there. It's it makes it sound way cooler. But we have this amazingly cool video team that we work with, um, and we won a telly for one of our um, craft market in a small market. So yeah, I'm, I'm, is that you like know an Emmy for ads. I, yeah, awesome. uh huh. Yeah, you won a and, telly. Yeah, it makes, again, sounds way cooler than it is, but I did no. send it to my dad to be like, hey, dad, look what I've done today. So no, that sounds that, cool. We have not yes. won any awards. Like, we don't have the Atelier equivalent of two brothers having a podcast category. So we are definitely in awe of your award. Yeah, definitely. And uh, we are going to win an Emmy one day for our work with this, but just not yet. So, so Jill, bold claims, right, Darren? No. If you nothing? are the producer, if you are the, I just want to, I want to think about myself here. If you're the producer <laughs> and the casting person, could you use a certain Shulbro as an extra in an ad? Oh no! Either she's mad again, or we have a connection problem. I mean, you did make this all about you when it was her moment. She won a telly. No, that's not what I'm saying. Am I still here? Yeah, I'm got... still here. <laughs> so no, I, I, we were filming today and we were supposed to film a bunch of people picnicking. And today it was, you know, 95,000 degrees out. And so there were no people picnicking in the park. And I was like, why didn't I invite all of my friends to come sweat with me and be in our videos? Because oh, I need people. I'd do that. You know, I would do that. So I've decided I need to make like a list of people who when I'm filming stuff and I know I need background folks to look like they just are happening to be in the Metro park. So I'll, I'll add it to the list, Darren. The, the only downside to that is if anyone actually sees me and knows me, they'll be like, Darren, you don't go outside. <laughs> well, I got a, I got a pitch for this. Darren was, we were talking earlier that Darren's going to wear a um, sad grimace costume. Do you remember grimace from McDonald's? <laughs> Of course. If he gets like a sad grimace, like a fake one, so it's a knockoff and doesn't get copyright infringement, can he be in the background of your next video? Uh, that might be a, uh, uh, maybe creepy. I don't know. How, how creepy would it be if there's a family, there's a family with some kids like having a picnic at the Metro Parks and then and behind in the bushes, there's this like generic grimace costume with a frown. But do you remember, like, that's kind of what those McDonald's ads used to be like, is you had all of those characters, like, kind of creeping around <laughs> while you had your cheeseburger. Yeah, yes. so maybe that would increase the attendance at Metro Parks. Right. Yeah. <laughs> we won't know until we try it, Jill, just to put right. a right. hypothesis-oriented <laughs> view on this. Like, we got to test that theory. And, See, and I was... to be fair, we said Grimace, not like Ronald, because I know Ronald would scare people off. Yes, clowns tend to do that. But, <laughs> but you know, um, Darren, we could also do like a Pokemon one, and then that would be like, oh, he would play that outside. Yes, if I was playing Pokemon Go in the park, that would be truth in advertising. Uh, Jill, can you, can you tell me the funny story? So I, I'll start it and you finish it. Uh, when Pokemon first came out, Jill starts talking to me about Pokemon Go, and I thought she was like a fellow cool Pokemon Go player. Uh, but Jill, do you want to? reveal your but early experience with Pokemon Go? I was simply saying how much I hated it because I worked at High Banks, um, Metro Park at the time, and we were a Charmander nest. Is that the right word, Darren? That is the correct like, word. Right? So, and Charmander's populated there like 
more frequently than anywhere else. And so people traveled from their mom's basement in <laughs> California to come to Ohio to find these stinking Charmanders. And it was the most insane, crazy, busy I'd seen life. And it was all people who didn't, didn't know what to do outside and just stood in roadways to catch Charmanders. It was, it was bizarre. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm like, hey, it's cool. You know about Charmanders and this? She's like, I hate them. My parks are run overrun by Pokemon <laughs> Go players. My normal customers are flipping out because they get parking and they're getting run over. <laughs> we have like people protesting over Pokemon Go. It was nuts. Oh, man. So, yes. Darren, that kind of reminds me of when we had uh, the bus and bus episode. You had the real deal Jackie feel. And uh, she was like, hey, do you know this whole product? And you're like, you mean that pyramid scheme that that traps people she's like yeah i bought a lot of that no so anyway so it's all about offending people huh yeah so yeah. so you offended darren apparently by saying hey do you know charmanders and he's like yeah dude that's awesome well and then i and then i hooked him up with my kid so that they could be friends in pokemon go so so she made like, up for it yeah right i was like hey this this you're a grown adult but here's a kid that likes to play the same game as you so that's the yes. beauty of, of Darren. Like this is now the <laughs> second show where Darren's interests align with young killed kids. We had yes. the dinosaurs, <laughs> Pokemon Go. Yeah. No. Uh, also reminds me, Darren, of when we were in Indianapolis and you like had your four <laughs> extra battery packs, and then there were like three random dudes, and they were like, "Oh, dude, are you getting the? What were they getting? Do you remember? Uh, I think it was a Cresselia." <laughs> <laughs> Darren was making friends with random uh, people in Indianapolis. Well, and it, you could tell who was playing the game by like, are they head down with their phone connected to a battery backup? Like, <laughs> yes. And the are they paying... a dead giveaway? Oh my god, it was. It was like, oh, there's a cord going into their pocket. I know what they're doing. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> <laughs> that's not our typical park user. So. <laughs> Oh, well, that's too funny. the best part about Indianapolis was Jeffrey was making funny, like, no one plays that. You're a loser. And literally, like, 60 was like, oh, you playing? You want to do this raid with me? And I'm like, yeah, I'm cool. I'm king of nerds like you guys. And Jeff, I was <laughs> going to say, they only proved my hypothesis, man. They only proved it. Not to judge people based off of their, their looks and their, their Pokemon interest, love. Right, right. <laughs> uh, so, Jill, you're a commercial star or are you just a producer? Um, so most often I, I do the voice, we do two different ads every month and one of them is called wander wonder with Jill and it's my voice. Um, and usually I am in it at some point, like hiking through it. We keep joking that I wear binoculars and stare up at the trees. Like I'm looking at something really cool today. <laughs> I did a lot of hiking and pointing, um, pointing at nothing, but Pointing makes it look like I'm doing something. Yeah, that's so. what you do when you walk. You, you point at the trees. Uh -huh. right? <laughs> point at trees, look surprised. <laughs> so, so, so if yeah. it's with Jill, you are like literally the center of the ad. So I think you're famous. There, you know, if, but you've never seen it. The other thing that always surprises me is when we do stuff like with an actual local news channel where they're doing a, a news story. Um, I'll get calls and texts from people like, oh my gosh, I just saw you on, on the morning news. And my first reaction is who watches the news anymore? <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
enough people to recognize you. But but I do get some of those. So um, so I do a little bit of the the commercial stuff, but also bits and pieces of news things. I'm I where whenever somebody's like, hey, we want to do this media thing. I'm I'm usually all in. So that's why when you were like, do you want to be on our podcast? I said, uh, for sure. Awesome. Yeah, you didn't, I didn't have to pressure you. Do you have anything <laughs> with the Metro Parks that like you want to use this opportunity to? Tell our, our many listeners uh, which. Well, no, hold on, Darren. Oh no, I'm, uh, sorry, I got to draw the line here. We can't what? give just uh, a, a, a spot for her to talk. We need to utilize this moment. So, Jill, we have been dying for a sponsor for advertisements. Oh, you're gonna try to sell? Okay, go ahead. And we we had one <laughs> driver well, consulting, uh, and they do equitable. Uh, they help uh, organizations create uh, gender equity in the workplace and drive profitability. Um, but now you. We'll give it to you for free if you have an ad or any script that you could actually read as it's an ad. Like this is your Ooh. chance to shine, but it's got to be like you're an ad. You got to do an ad instead of just like a, a guest talking. What do you say? That was a good interruption. Yeah. That. <laughs> Again, I'm always in for sure. <laughs> do you have anything like in front of you right now? No, it's funny. I was I was trying to think what my my script was this morning. It was something about now that the summer's heating up, Metro Parks has a great place for you to go and visit. But I don't I don't know what else I said. It's oh, too, sounds like an ad. You know, oh, good. something. Is there a website I, you could direct them to to like put this all together and, and like make it a oh, make it a run yeah, here? Read, well, so read that line and then give hit us with where the website is. Well, yeah. so my final my final line is always Metro Parks. The more you wander, the more you wonder. That's Ooh. our tagline. That's and then good. it's it's www.metroparks.net. All right. We got three pieces. There you you go. said it as a guest. But now, <laughs> if you may, Darren, we have a word from our sponsor. Metro Parks. The more you wander, the more you wonder. Check us out at metroparks.net. Boom. There you go. We just did did... a free ad. <laughs> so, so we, um, I actually had someone contact me that wanted to us to buy advertising. And I was like, we're, we're a government agency. We don't really pay for things. We just expect you to do things for us. So um, I expect free. So that's great. You guys are amazing. Wonderful. Wait, hold on, Jill. On the one hand, you said we were amazing and wonderful, but on the other hand, you're like, yeah, but I expect that, so you're not really that <laughs> wonderful or amazing. You just did what you were supposed to do. <laughs> but but see, that makes you amazing because you did it. Not everyone does what they're supposed to do. You have children. You know that. Well, that is true. All right. One more, <laughs> one more thing to throw out there. If you could find it in your government budget to buy ad space for 50 cents, I think that would be hilarious on your like audit. Like, you spent 50 cents <laughs> for years on this ad on show bros we can review <laughs> like that's you know that's one of those things that in a government agency we would spend how much money and time to process that 50 cents <laughs> <laughs> i mean actually given our first half of the show we probably would take 15 cents because apparently we're worth 15 cents according to mcdonald's so you know we would do that it would be more paperwork for you i think did did I hear at the beginning of this that you guys just have a dead spot because yes. you don't have an ad? Okay. <laughs> yeah, you, you did hear that. 
it's not fair. So Anchor, who we use this uh, app for for the podcast, they're like, hey, you qualify for ads. Just leave a spot in here and we'll give you one. And it's been like 10 weeks and we don't have one yet. So they have to give you one? Or we can sell one on our own, but you see how that's oh. going, giving it out for free. <laughs> you, you, need, you need to hire a marketing person for this. You, are you interested? <laughs> right. we, we, for 50 we will, cents. <laughs> we will contract with you for 80% of our profits. <laughs> this is definitely a good business model. I like it. 80 i'll take 20 percent of anything you know we're not we're not making it right now so it's perfect jeff you still there no oh maybe we lost him which could be a bad sign because he's the one who has the podcast but that was radio gold um <laughs> he's all like mad at us now he's like you didn't let me do the free ad you're undercutting our business so right he's so- like that was my idea and darren stole it Darren stole it and then gave it away for 20 cents, 15 cents. I'm negotiating down from myself. I know. I didn't even counter you. You didn't counter and you didn't accept. So I kept going down. Hey, how about 10? Okay. How about free? How about I'll give you all our money? Sure. Um, I don't know where, where Jeff jumped off to, but just in case this is still recording, you pitched your ad. Is there anything going on at the Metro parks that you think would be good to know about? So the big news, and you and I have talked about this a little bit, is that we have a new, our newest Metro Park that opened in the fall, Quarry Trails um, Metro Park, which is sort of in Upper Arlington, Grandview, Hilliard-ish area. Um, And it is, it's a work in progress for sure. But the big news for us is that we have a new entrance that opened off of Trebu Avenue that allows people to get access to the quarry ponds and actually get in the water on a kayak or a stand-up paddleboard or go fishing. You can't swim, but you can actually get down and, and paddle in the water. So that's, that's our big news in the last few weeks in the Metro parks. So this is a dumb question. Everyone in Upper Arlington is super excited about this park, like major Uber excited. And, you know, I've kind of hinted that unless there's Pokemon, I'm not in parks too much. What is it about this park that has people so over the moon jazz? Is it it those features you talked about? Is it just that it's a new one? Um, What is it about this one? Well, so there's a couple things. The first one is one of the reasons why we were excited to open it is our goal is to have a metro park within five miles of everyone in central Ohio. And believe it or not, Upper Arlington was kind of a non-metro park space for us, um, mostly because Upper Arlington already has its own amazing parks. Um, And so there wasn't really a metro park nearby. So I think some of it is just that it gives Upper Arlington residents, Hilliard residents, a park that's close. Um, but, But it's all old quarry ponds. And so it's, it's really got some cool features too. So, um, it's going to be a little bit different than some of our other Metro parks. It's going to have picnic shelters and trails and bike paths, but it's going to have, um, a Via Ferrata, which is, what, what is that? <laughs> right, right. Like you're, I knew you were going to say like, what? So a Via Ferrata is basically like using metal, um, rungs and ropes and ladders to cross a rock face. 
So there's all of these really, really steep rock walls from the quarry and they're putting in, you'll actually like cross the steep rock face and climb up it. Um, Isn't that like dangerous? Uh, well, I was going to say, obviously, I don't know that it's something that you and I are going to yeah. do, but people, <laughs> people who have like the equipment and the training, it will be one of the only ones in the U.S. It's really well known in, I want to say Germany, um, but Europe for sure. And so um, maybe Swiss Alps. Crap. I should know that answer, but I don't. But um so that's coming and we're going to have this monster sled hill. Plus yeah, we have like one second. When you say yeah. the Fer Ferrari thing, I envision <laughs> like the movie cliffhanger where they're like, <laughs> you know, things kind of etched into the mountain and they like from the miners in the 1800s. And that's how they're going to like climb this thing. Is that, is that what I'm thinking of? You are not far from the truth, except we're just going to put it in now in 2022. Gotcha. Okay. And what was the other um, thing you were talking about? That was cool. Sorry. I just had well, to no, it, it, so it's funny because we have been talking about that via Ferrata and like, I, again, I think to people who are not climbers, we're like, I don't know what in the world that word means, but climbing people and rock people are pretty jazzed. Um, but so we're going to have climbing there. We're going to have, um, like I said, stand up paddle boarding, kayaking, fishing access. Um, we have this mountain bike trail. It's a single track mountain bike trail and it is, it's set up like a ski I don't mountain bike, I ski, but it's set up like that with like the blue easy hills and then the black diamond and the double black diamond. And it has some like really tricky bike stuff um, that, again, people that do that, that the high thrill seekers are really excited about it. So um, we did meet with the uh, Upper Arlington, Columbus, Hilliard police fire and ems <laughs> oh because there's gonna because be we keep falling off because, right because we we're putting in like a climbing wall and rock wall things and a mountain bike trail with like literally you go down this mountain bike and there's one section that you go up steps and down a ramp like it's not it's not a, a, a beginner course. We have a section that's going to be a beginner course, but um, we needed to make sure that we had some safety access for sure. <laughs> so I feel like this is a perfect time for maybe another word from sponsors. Cause I think if there's personal injury attorneys who want to listen to this episode, this would be a good spot for them. So Jill, if you are cool, we're going to take one more quick break um, for sponsors and we'll come back and do uh, things we love, things we hated, things we're looking forward to and real or fake. All right. So Darren and Jill, it's so funny. So Jill, in the top part of the show, Darren and I were talking about when he was hypnotized and he was like a ghost uh, or he thought he was a ghost that nobody else could hear or see. And so he was doing silly things. I felt like I was a ghost for a moment. I was able to hear everything you guys were doing. And I was like laughing and I was talking and your reactions. I thought you actually could hear me. And then at some point I thought, are they messing with me? Um, <laughs> so you happen to say something at the exact same time we like we were responding to you yeah it was totally wild man <laughs> you know that could be a new thing for our show it's like show bros with darren and jeff just kind of hangs out yeah thanks man <laughs> I, definitely I, gonna take it to gold i was gonna say once again darren stealing the show <laughs> i thought jill i thought you were like wildly uh, I, there were two things i thought was happening i thought darren 
like, and I shared a brain half the time. And then I thought you were wildly dismissive of his crazy younger brother. <laughs> She's like, I'm not going to answer that. I don't care. But let's talk about Ferrari ropes from cliffhanger. <laughs> yeah. All right. We got to do real or fake. I'm back. Oh, sorry. What we look for. Anyway, not, you know what we're doing. So <laughs> I'm back. I'm a little unsettled. Uh, Jill, let's start with you, if that's okay. What's one thing you loved this week uh, in entertainment or, um, yeah, leisure and entertainment? So um, I, this is somewhat old, but also somewhat new. And is, have you guys, have either of you watched um, The Floor is Lava? Yes. So I didn't. I apparently it came out in 2020, and then they just had a new season release. And I rely on my kids for anything that is pop culture. And I came home from work the other day, and like everyone in my house, my husband, both my kids are like transfixed by my floor is lava. And they were like, "This is the most amazing yet horrible thing I've ever watched." And so now it's become one of our favorite weird, dumb things to do as a family is watch it. I mean, we always played that game, at least when the kids were younger. So <laughs> yes, well, everybody did. Yeah. Right. Can I, can I throw out a suggestion to you, Jill, since you're a producer, maybe you'd be able to get this to the right <laughs> floor. Lava people. Sure. Got it. Do you agree with me? That the show would be much more engrossing if it really was lava. Well, you know, it's funny. <laughs> they fall in the water and like, Oh, I'm wet. It's like, no, well, you burned. So we had the conversation of if like their leg slips in, but then they get back up, they should have to do it as if their leg just melted off. Oh, yeah. Like there needs to be a consequence <laughs> to that slipping there. Yeah. I don't know. Even if the water was just really boiling hot and it hurt, like the reactions would be so much more real because they always like laugh when they lose. <laughs> you just fell in lava. Yeah. They, their <laughs> attitude is totally inconsistent with the floor oh. being lava. I'm with you. Yep. Uh, that was a good one. Yeah. So that that was our our fun family pop reference for the week. That's Excellent. Darren, what about you? What did you love? Oh, man. <laughs> I don't remember if I've talked about this before yet. So I think it was last week. I said, if there's one thing the Shoal Bros love, it's Transformers and Legos. And then I realized. Wait a minute. What, what are you doing? What? What? Are you forgetting what happened less than one week ago? This sounds like you're off topic here. He's he's an old man. He might have forgotten. No. What, what, what are you talking about? Jurassic World? Yeah. <laughs> no, I know. I'm building up to this, dude. Okay. I'm sorry. Oh, we, right. talked about, we talked about Jurassic World for a whole episode. Of course we love that. Yeah, but no, it, it was titled Don't Listen. Spoilers everywhere. So people don't know whether you liked it or not because they didn't want spoilers. Now well, we're spoiler free. Can I have two then? Ah, oh, man, I don't know. I I'm very disappointed in you. No, you'll but... be appointed. You'll be you'll be. What's the opposite of disappointed? Appointed? Maybe. You'll be appointed. <laughs> First of all, okay, <laughs> Jurassic World. I'm gonna save that for second because you. I will probably piggyback onto yours. So my first love of the week is I was excited about Legos and Transformers last week. Well, in honor of Jurassic World, if there's two things the Show Bros love, it's Transformers and Jurassic World. Am I right? Yes. So I found a collaboration between Hasbro, who makes Transformers, and Jurassic Park. And it's the Jurassic Park Transformer, where the T-Rex transforms into a robot, and the official Jurassic Park van, or you know, SUV, transforms Ooh. into a robot. All right. That's, that's kind of fun. 
It's Tyrannicon Rex and Autobot JP93. And I'm All right. right now. It's amazing. Well, you'll have to tweet a picture of that along with this episode so people know so they can get that visual. But that you are forgiven. My love of the week is very obvious. Jurassic World, but um, it's news now, Darren, because even though we recorded our special episode on Friday of just geeking out for an hour and a half about the dinosaurs, I saw it on the IMAX. I went and saw it twice. And oh, you man, saw it again? The IMAX is unreal. Like the full, like I saw it on the biggest screen in Washington State at the Pacific Science Center. And holy moly, that was amazing. So, yes, that is our love of the week. I figured everyone, our faithful showmeisters would have listened to our bonus episode that literally told them not to. Yeah. But yes, we they haven't. Movie. Jeff loved it so much. He saw it twice in two days. I'm still talking about it. Do you have a new favorite dinosaur? Or are you still sticking with? I can't believe we forgot the baby Stiggy Moloch in the whole thing. There's twice. Once in the cage at the market and once in the beginning when they're like uh, right. talking about where dinosaurs are. Yeah, we did forget that. Our brains were just so overloaded with dinosaur goodness. Jill, did you see Jurassic World yet? Uh, I have not. I will what? say my mind. I'm I'm I, I was joking that I was doing this podcast and my my husband and my actually both my kids. They all were like, seriously, you don't you don't do movies. And I feel like most of what they talk about are movies and you're going to be the worst guest ever. So. <laughs> no, you're already one of the best guests ever because you make commercials. And there you, you go. Like to be grimace in one of them. Yeah. <laughs> and but, second uh, thing that makes you awesome is that somehow your family knows about what's going down in the Show Bros Weekend Review. Well, so, so I was I was gonna say that was the other thing is they were like, so what is this podcast that you're doing, Mom? And I said, oh, you know, I I was talking about. I said, well, Darren has two podcasts that he does, and they were like, whoa, he has two podcasts, like. Yeah. <laughs> They were very impressed. But, Jill, but when I they get a load of this, sorry to interrupt, <laughs> but Darren has three podcasts. What? Yes. Mind blowing. Sorry, yeah. continue, but I had no. to I had to correct the record. We no. have to check here on Shoulders. <laughs> there you go. Um, so they went and saw the new movie the other night, and I went to bed instead. They went and saw it at like 10 30 at night, and I was like, Yeah, no, I'm I going did. to bed. <laughs> they loved it, thought it was fabulous. Um, thought it was cheesy, you know, because that's kind of part of the shtick, right? Yeah, I but, mean, it's not super realistic. Uh... Right. <laughs> right. But, but they're, they're also not big dinosaur geeks, so I don't mm. know that those sorts of non-realistic pieces are the troubling pieces to them. That's not what got to them. It, no. Yeah, some of the dialogue was cheesy, but I'll tell you, it was like, I thought the first time I thought it wouldn't hold up, but my daughter wanted to see it on the biggest screen in the state of Washington. So we saw it again and it keeps you on the edge of your seat the entire movie. It never lets up. I will definitely see it. I hope to see it at the drive-in. I am a sucker for drive-in movies. Yeah, that'd be cool. Even though like the sound quality and everything is kind of crap and you've got other people making noise around it. Like the, the, the experience is always cool to me. So that's on my list for a for this movie, because there was a prologue release that didn't make the final cut where the T-Rex is rampaging through a drive-in theater. Nice. Like you yeah. won't see that, but before you see it, look up. I'll have to look it up. Prologue, yeah. Watch it. And you'll be like, oh, dude, that could be me in an hour. Yeah. And so, Jill, if your family who did see Jurassic World, if they're like a little disappointed that when they go and read online and all the reviews are really, really, really terrible and they're like, was something wrong with me? Tell them to download the latest episode of the Shoal Bros. We can review, and they will have an hour and a half of two fanboys talking about what they loved about it. 
Well, we did. So just recently at the zoo, Darren did a dinosaur quiz um, trivia contest. And, and we, my, like my table of adults were demolished by Parker. Yeah, that she was could fun. say Quetzalcoatlus better than I can. Oh, or whatever yeah. it is. She knew the Archelon. She's like, I was like, what's the largest sea turtle ever? She's like, Archelon. Like, How do you know this, Parker? Oh, she yeah. she like pulls her pacifier out of her mouth. <laughs> but funny. she doesn't do it on command because there were two episodes ago she was uh, rattling around in the background, or maybe last episode, last official episode. And Darren's like, hey, what's the largest? Uh, what'd you ask her? The largest sea dinosaur? I asked her what the largest uh, flying. I tried to get her to say Quetzalcoatlus again. I said the largest ah. uh, reptile. She wouldn't say it. She said something else. Dinosuchus, I think. Yeah, that's the largest uh, crocodile. Yeah, she got it wrong there. I will say this about Parker. If, if you guys don't know her, she's kind of like, and I guess she's three, so the age doesn't line up. She's kind of like Maggie Simpson with that binky. <laughs> but then when she pulls it out, she'll be like, Quetzalcoatlus. So I don't know. That's fabulous. That's awesome. <laughs> All right, we got to keep moving. That's awesome. Uh, Jill, what did you hate? And we say hate being a pretty strong word for mildly dislike or uh, somewhat annoyed or was not impressed with. I So I racked my brain on this and I, I didn't come up with anything that wasn't an annoyingly political life sort of hate. I have no fun popcorn hate this this week, so... I mean, it, it can be like real life stuff, but it just can't be like super heavy depressive. <laughs> right. I mean, the realer real life it is, the harder it is for me to start talking about Transformers and dinosaurs. <laughs> yeah. and five star reviews. Like, I got in a car accident. My leg got cut off. That's like hard to pivot back to Legos. You know, Uval, the shooting. And no, I'm not even going to go down that road. <laughs> we all hate those things, but this show is lighter than that. So yeah. far allowed to pass, or you can tell us about your... McDonald's order that got messed up today. I was going to say, how about I really was hating how hot and humid it got. That because it, it made life a little bit sticky out there. So yeah, that works. It ruined your photo shoot. It did. I, I actually said to the photographer, the videographer at one point, please don't get my back sweat because it is so hot out today. Oh, well, Jill, you just got the best hate of all. Video- there you go. Sweat. That is pretty much right up there. <laughs> Commercial there you go. back sweat. Oh. Well, Jill, you could fit right in because I think three of our guests, you're now the third guest uh, to have their hate of the week be weather. Uh, the other two were from Chicago. <laughs> so nice. you could be the, the, the guest on the DJ and country Chicago weather show with a Columbus correspondent. <laughs> yeah, we hate the weather. Uh, well, I'll give you two hates then. Um, just to make sure that everybody gets enough hate uh, this week. Uh, I saw, I, can I continue to hate Obi-Wan or do I have to have a new one? Because I keep watching it, Darren. No, you can continue to hate it, but your pattern is you love it this week and then hate it again next week. No, I, I was going to say, that's just that you, you, you keep coming back for more. So I don't know, do you really hate it? How much? My daughter likes it, so that's the problem. <laughs> or no, my daughter wants to know what happens. Um, uh, so Obi-Wan, I continue to hate and... I saw the Miss Mar- Miss Marvel. Is that what oh, it is? I haven't seen it yet, but I'm I, I did hate that as my um, trailer. I hated the trailer about a month ago. 
I didn't like it. It it was very. It's funny. It felt like um a parody of of the house. Like, and and maybe it's just an authentic view of a of a family uh, in a culture that I, I'm not as familiar with. But it really felt like they were like so extreme that they were parodying, parodying. What's the verb of that? Parodying. Parodying. Uh, paradising. <laughs> Paradoxical. You're gonna, you're gonna have to fact check that. I think so. I think the grammar fact check. Uh, but it, it, it felt like they were so extreme that I just I wanted to have an authentic view of a family. I don't know. I really didn't like it. That's my hate. That's what. Well, can you tell me how her superpowers are? Because that's what I hated in the trailer. They came out of nowhere and they're stupid. Um, I didn't like any of it. And I have to say, so Jill, you're not a comic book person. Apparently, you're not a TV or movie person either, except for, you know, Floors Lava and stuff. But Ms. Um, Marvel is a comic book character that Marsha and I really like. Um, she's kind of a newer character, a little bit more diverse, has a cool power where she can get real big and say embiggen, which just sounds cool. Uh, and they seem to have ruined it for the TV show. So I've been kind of dreading it. And Jeffrey's confirming my worst fears. Right. Yeah. So you're better to not watch. Just leave but it. I, I'm a completist, so I have to watch it. It's Marvel. so I'm He has stuck. to know. And it feeds into she's going to be in the movie The Marvels, as far as I know. Mm. Yes. Um, do you uh, want my week, dude? Oh, real quick, just to answer your question, because it's in the title description. So if you don't want spoilers that are in the synopsis, then don't listen. But otherwise, uh, fast forward 25 seconds if you don't want spoilers for Miss Marvel that are in the, the description. But she's in a contest to try to be the coolest looking Miss Marvel um, or the coolest looking superhero. And then at that point, she discovers powers where she could shoot stuff like weird crystal stuff out of her hands. Dude, that's not what her powers are. Man, I'm not cool with this. <laughs> I'm not cool with this. <laughs> she's an inhuman who is transformed when her body is exposed to the terrigen mist which now there's no terrigen mist i was gonna say that sounds too complicated for most people these days yeah no, that's probably true do you want right. to know what it is or you want to be just surprised i mean you're going to know as soon as they show you what makes it happen but it, it doesn't make any sense i'll watch it it's fine but um, okay don't my watch it. It's not even as cool as your two. Even Jill's back sweat is worse, is better than my hate. <laughs> okay, what is it? So, Marsha and I were trying to find something to watch. Have you ever been like kind of up late and there's just enough time to watch a movie? And if you spend 20 minutes looking through Netflix, you'll ruin that window. So, you just got to pick something. Yep. So, Marsha's like, Oh, I saw this movie. I think you'll like it. It looks like an action movie. And it's called Horizon Line. And I was like, mm, Okay. And I didn't even have time to read about it or watch the trailer. But basically, it's about these two people who are on a, going to a wedding on a small plane, like in Jamaica or Islands or something. And of course, the pilot dies. So they're over water. They're trying to figure out how to fly the plane. And it's running out of gas, which seems like a good setup. But then, of course, a storm magically appears. The plane gets damaged. And it goes from that to the guys crawling outside the plane to fix it while it's flying. And then it lost me because, of course, he loses his grip and he's hanging on by one arm on, like, the landing gear. And then he pulls himself up. And I'm like, this is just dumb. I, it, was a, it, it was just people sitting in a plane for two hours running out of gas. It, so the whole thing just took place on a plane? The whole thing took place on a little biplane. And this is them going over water. Like, and they're like, I'm running out of gas. And at one point, I'm going to spoil the movie because it's so bad. At one point, they're running out of gas, but they realize they have, like, a six-pack of rum in their car they're taking to the wedding so the girl climbs out on the wing 
where the fuel gauge is and is pouring the bottles of rum in there to give them more gas. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds amazing. I, everyone should totally rush out and see it. I'm sure. These, these movies make me mad because I wrote a movie and I can't get it made. And yet this movie gets made. You gotta, you gotta find that marketing finance, right? Somebody to, to bank bankroll your, your own movie. Or maybe a producer of commercials. <laughs> yeah, we'll get, we'll get right on it. Oh, dude, Jeff just texted me. We can't hear him, so we've been ignoring him again. For- <laughs> 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 oh, that is great. I, I was a great <laughs> conversation. He probably has seen this movie and loves it and is angry at me. And he's just been he's the ghost in the background again. Ghost uh, in the background. Ghost in the background. And you know what? I'm setting up like you could do the perfect joke where you just pretend that you can't hear me <laughs> for a couple times, and I'll be like, "Oh, damn this! These blah, blah, blah. I better I feel like... start over again, and we'll ruin the whole show." I was gonna say that's gonna be too complicated. Darren and I would mess that up. Yeah, yeah can't coordinate yeah. it. But that's my hate of the week: technology. Was, yeah, that that that's a good one to hate today. Yeah. All right, now we got to go with what we're looking forward to. Uh, Jill, you want to go first? Oh, you guys go first. Give me a brainstorm moment. Uh, Darren, do you want to go first? Sure. I'm continuing. I want to redeem myself for my answer on love of the week, which was Jurassic Park related. I'm going to take it a step further for my looking forward to. Uh, Universal Studios just announced a new Jurassic Park escape room experience. Whoa. There aren't a lot of details, but guests will go on interactive state-of-the-art missions with um, detailed sets and multi-sensory experiences. We got to go down there and do this. Yeah. Where is it? Universal Studios. There's one for Jurassic Park and one for Back to the Future. Of course, we're doing Jurassic Park. Obviously. I mean, we might have to do both of them, but Back to the Future is a little old at this point. They need to bring that back. To the future. (laughs) To the future. (laughs) Yo. (laughs) So are you in? Have I redeemed myself? That's That's a weird... It is. I mean, I guess they don't have a lot of good movies now. I don't know. It seems kind of weird they'd go back to that. Yeah. It was a great ride back in the day when they did those first, like, the motion things with the big screen mm-hmm. ahead of you. Oh, it was Maybe. a good ride. I wonder if it's still there. Hey, Jill, have you been to Universal Studios recently? I have not. I haven't been, uh, you know, pre-pandemic. It's probably been five years, so. Was that still there, the Back to the Future ride, or did they get rid of it? It is I not there. I was going to say it wasn't there when I was there. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I remember when it came out. It was really cool. But yeah, I actually, Darren, you forget in December, I drove all the way down from Seattle to LA with Olivia just to go to Universal Studios for one day and then turn around and drive back. Oof. But you did the Jurassic Park ride, didn't you? Oh, of course. Twice. Was it good? Can you give us a review of that ride real quick? It was better when it was Jurassic Park than Jurassic World. Did it have the Raptor or the Compi with the Santa hat? There was no Santa hat at that point, no. But they did have compies uh, fighting over something. And they have right. the T-Rex jump right at you right as you're about to go over the edge. It's pretty cool. And you get sprayed by water, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah it's pretty wet. That's, uh, that's the part you- I remember. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's memorable. Uh, what did I? What am I looking forward to? All right, so here's the deal, Darren. This is a little humble brag, I guess. I don't know if it's a humble brag. But uh, – Jurassic World, as those who have been listening know, that was the movie. That's what I was looking forward to for the whole 15 weeks of our Shulbros Week in Review. I've got no other movies to look forward to, so tomorrow I am making my own. Huh? 
I speaking of Telly Awards, I've teamed up with uh, these uh, videographers or this film crew who have won a Telly Award, and we are doing a documentary, or at least starting it, seeing where it goes, about uh, a woman's struggle to uh, reopen a restaurant that was her mom's and to carry on her mother's legacy before her mother passes away. Oh, that's cool. You're actually doing a movie for reals? Yeah, man. So Do you we... need an extra? Can I eat at the restaurant? <laughs> Can he be Grimace in the background? Yeah, the frown? <laughs> that would be so awesome if we're like, um, it's like this super heartfelt documentary about, uh, you know, trying to uh, carry on a legacy of, for a community and, and for your mother. And then we're like uh, halfway through, it's like pulling up the heartstrings. And then we're like dramatic reenactment of the, of the diner in 1985. And then there's Darren as Grimace. <laughs> No, I think it would be funnier. I assume you're going to have like footage of her talking like about the story and then cutting to like, you know, stuff. Wouldn't it be cool if like she was in that chair being interviewed and then I just kind of walked up in the Grimace costume just randomly behind her in the background and like nobody paid attention to it? <laughs> yeah, you, you just have to like walk through. Yeah, just walk through like nothing, uh-huh. nothing weird. I think you have one of two things. You either just casually walk through like nothing's happening or you do like one of those uh, really slow sidewalks where you're like, gently coming into the background and eating cookies um and it's like you think you're not in you're just kind of like slowly eating cookies in a grimace costume <laughs> this this documentary will receive awards if you build if you that in yeah it's gonna need the grimace in the background um but that was all a true story minus the grimace uh chewing around uh chewing in the background but i love the i love the offer to be make that improvement um and so stay tuned that's what I'm looking forward to. Jill, what about you? You could use this to humble brag as well. Right. No, I, so I was thinking, and, and again, because I'm always a little bit behind on my pop culture, I, I am a sucker for, while I don't do a lot of movies, I'm a sucker for all reality TV, which is partly why The Floor is Lava is, is a new favorite. I am watching The Challenge All-Stars right now on MTV. Ooh. Is that because, the one with real world people and something yeah, else? Yeah, exactly. It's the real world road rules people. But now it's like morphed into all sorts of different folks. But yes, that's what it started out as. And they, they, I'm in the middle of the, the newest season of it. So I need to find some time to sit down and binge a few episodes to, to catch up on what CT has going on and Johnny Bananas and all of the, the, the cool kids from back in the day you're that was mentioned as a love from one of our other guests yeah you're the recently. second person who is like into that show that's been on our show well so um we we have watched it uh, since it was just like the real word real world versus road rules cast um and the thing about challenge all-stars that i think is spectacular is that it brings back people who were in like some of the original shows so you've got like nearly 40 somethings hanging out partying and competing in these like uber physical challenges against 20 somethings who like grew up watching them so so it's like i'm like oh my gosh they don't look the same like look how they're they're balding now right or they're (laughs) Man, is they, Puck in it? Is Puck? He's like the original he, one that was. Yeah, famous. he's not. Um, but they have had Beth. I think she was in New York, like one of the earlier seasons of Real World. Um, okay. 
And she's funny because like, and that's the other thing, like they're all parents now. So they're all like, well, I'm doing this to show my kids. I thought yeah. this is one of those shows that I don't let my kids watch because none of the behavior is appropriate. <laughs> yeah. They all pretend you. there's some noble reason behind it. And it's like, you want money and you want fame. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> and this, like there, this is your career. Like this is how you're choosing to, to make all of your money. So just be yeah. honest about it. <laughs> let it out. Uh, we got to keep this train moving. Darren, uh, did you get what you're looking forward to in? You did. So now it's time for real or fake. Yeah. Oh, before so, we do real yeah. or fake, Darren, can I just praise you for a moment? Yeah, you never do. So I'll, I'll take it. <laughs> so get this, Jill. Comic-Con brings together the geeks from all over the world to celebrate geekdom. And they have they, past like speakers have been. Um, Robert Downey Jr., Chris Evans, Chris Pratt, uh, um, Scarlett Johansson, all the biggest names. And this year, Darren is on the schedule. Uh, one of the, he's one of the big names. Seriously? A, yeah, he's got a panel. So, Darren, tell us what it is and what we're doing yeah, to practice so, for it. Yeah, so my panel and this game is real or fake. So I'm going to give you a here, I'm going to give you a tagline to a movie or a TV show, and you're going to tell me if it's real or fake. At Comic Con, it's not a tagline, com- Darren. Oh, yeah, we learned that from Jenny Curtis. It's a description. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we actually had a guest who knew what she was talking about, and she's like, that's not a tagline. I was like, oh, oops. Oh. <laughs> it's, good, it's good to get that cleaned up before you're doing it for okay. legit, you know. Yes. So, that's I, right. and, then, and the best part, Jill, you don't care about this, but I submitted my official panel description and you get to put like who the guests are and then why they're famous. And I actually put co-host of show bros. We can review as my wife. famous. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty awesome. So anywho, um, are you kind ready, of a Jill? big deal? I, yeah. I'm going to care. Like, I feel like I need to phone a friend for this, but I, I will, I will do my best. I picked Lay it on us, Darren. Nature. So you have a chance. <laughs> Good call. Okay. Ready? Ready. A group of college kids staying at a riverside cabin are menaced by a zombie. I, I kind of feel like that might be real. Hmm. The clues that it's real are like the cabin and the teenagers, like every horror movie is that, you know? Right. And there's like no, there's an abundance of of movies on Sci-Fi Channel that are just like zombie this, zombie, zombie that. Right. I don't know though how they become zombie beavers. Like why, why beavers, and how does that not also lead to humans being zombies? What's in their DNA? You know. I, I am sure that they have not thought that thoroughly through this. <laughs> Beaver's yeah, cool. Zombie's cool. I have not. Whoever wrote it, me or the people who wrote the movie, did not think that aspect through. I guarantee you that. Okay. They just <laughs> they stopped just, it. They thought saying the word beaver was funny. Okay. That's <laughs> pretty much probably. So, uh, where, what are you going with, Jill? What's your I'm, What's your I'm, final call? I'm going. I'm going real. Do you have any context as to what year you think it was made, how oh, it was distributed? Yeah, that's way too too tricky for me. It's not a commercial for the Metro Parks. 
Yeah, you're just putting off your answer, bro. You've stalled right, long sorry. enough. I don't know if you could hear me. That's the problem. I'm like talking and I'm like, I'm always wondering, like, can you hear me or, or is that awkward silence? <laughs> I, did, I, did hear you, I did hear you suggest that maybe it was a commercial for Metro Parks, which actually <laughs> would be a great video. Like, so I was like, it's yeah. real because I filmed this today. We yeah. we need to do some humor sorts of social media posts. So maybe I'll propose that one. Oh, that would be so yeah. great. Like just a cup, like a, what'd you say it was, Darren? Like a bunch of teenagers in the woods by a river? Uh, a riverside cabin, yes. Uh, Jill, do we have any river riverside cabins in Metro Parks? No, no, we have lots of cabins. We have lots of rivers. I don't know that there's a cabin by the river. Wait, we is there a van? We can make that river? happen. <laughs> don't you have bison at the parks? Yeah, we've got bison. So we could do zombie bison. Oh. Yeah, bison. <laughs> Awesome. I'm going to go with real and I don't think it's a Metro. What? Darren? I don't know if you're ghosting me. I feel like you're pretending. Oh, no. You You really don't hear me? Jeff, I hear you. I don't hear you. (laughs) You did it. This is the moment we've been waiting for where I'm like talking (laughs) and you faked me out. All right. It's not Metro Parks. I think it's real. I think it's Sci-Fi Network and I think it's... uh, between 2000 and 2010. Can you hear me? Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. yes. Did I say anything? I have. This is a mess. Jill, did, did I? Are you hearing me? I, I hear you. Yeah. Darren, it's on you now. Oh boy. Darren, I gave <laughs> you my answer. I think it's real. Oh no. I'm talking to you, I swear. <laughs> oh. Just tell us the answer. Oh, nope, now he's he's completely gone. <laughs> this is totally the ghost. It's, it's a cliffhanger. I have no idea what happened. Are the beavers zombies or not? I know. I'm dying to know. <laughs> and I'm dying Can to hear know me like now? which part. Yeah, which. Can you- can you hear me? Yes. Jeff. Can you hear me? <laughs> oh, Jeff, just I'm tell here. us. Can you hear me? You... I uh, hear you. I... I hear both of you. Okay. You're the translator, right, Jeff, can Jill. Can you hear me? I oh, hear Jeff, Darren and I hear it's Jeff. Real. <laughs> Woo, it's real. It's going to work. It's real. You're going to have to do so some editing on this one, Jeff. <laughs> I don't know if they can hear me, but it is real. It's called Zombieverse from 2014. It's, uh, the, Jill, can you hear me? I can hear you. Okay. <laughs> I'm just going to keep talking. It's Zombieverse <laughs> from 2014. It's a real movie. It made just under 15000 in the U.S., 44,000 worldwide, but it's real. It has in it and Bill Burr, who is a comedian, and it's is You'll All Be Damned. Get it? Ooh, <laughs> I like that. Nice. nice. Uh, that is so cool. And I can answer how they become. Oh. <laughs> If you could hear us, or if we're ghosts, transporting toxic chemicals, a pair of truckers. 
while transporting chemicals, a pair of truckers strike a deer to strike a deer and lose one of their canisters. It rolls into the river, floats downstream, and splashes several beavers. So the beavers got hit by toxic waste. You know, that's why we shouldn't have toxic waste in this world. We need to have them up with a better disposal system. Yeah, that that answers the question, though, why zombie beavers and not uh, zombie humans? It's not like a yeah. virus. It's toxic. Right, exactly. Mystery and solved. Jill was on the... <laughs> Jill was right because, like, they clearly thought beavers sounded funny and zombies sounded funny, and they turned it into zombie beavers. Like, that's, yeah. that's probably how they started the movie. Like, it had nothing to do with the plot. Like, that sounds cool. Yeah, let's work backwards from that. It, it's because I am convinced that most men do not mature beyond 13 for their sense of humor. So beaver's a funny thing when you're a 13-year-old boy or a grown adult male. So, And Bill Burr came. Grown adult. Would, would you agree that Zom Bison, is, Zom Bison seems like the next movie we should make? I'll put an intern on that. <laughs> All right. This is the weirdest episode ever because I don't know if Darren's like hearing us, if he's laughing at what you said, or if he's just like trying to do random pauses and then laugh and say something else. But Jill, you could hear me, right? I'm not a ghost. I, I hear both of you, which is the best part is that it's uh, every now and then Darren gets a little broken, but I, I hear both of you. So I'll just keep playing matchmaker. You are the Shoal Bros translator. This is awesome. Uh, <laughs> Let's end this technical nightmare before it's too late. Jill, can you uh, give a little quick uh, in closing remarks? Just tell anybody uh, what you'd like them to know. Anything you want to promote or advise aside from don't use toxic waste and don't um, uh, make zombie beavers? Yeah. D you know, be kind, be nice to each other. Those are the things I say to my kids every day. So I might as well say it to the rest of the world today. Love it. And then one more time, that website for uh, where they can go to and why they would want to go visit that website. Yeah. So it's metroparks.net. And they definitely want to come check out the new Quarry Trails Metro Park. It's super cool. Awesome. Hey, thanks for being here today. Appreciate hearing about what the work you're doing uh, and learning about the pop culture that you're enjoying and laughing along with you. Uh, a lot of yeah, fun. And hopefully, hopefully people will go head out to the parks there in Metro Parks in Columbus. And I don't hear Darren anymore, so he's either now the ghost or he's just playing a rude trick on us. I'm here. Jill, can you hear me now? He's the ghost. <laughs> I am the ghost. Uh, All right. Well, that's fair. We, we almost had a very smooth ending, Jill. It was almost like, uh, give us a pitch. All right. We'll see everybody next week. And then Darren's like, hey, can you hear me now? <laughs> I, I feel like for this episode, that's the right way for it to end. I think you're right. I think you're right. Uh, Darren, end it with the... <laughs> I exist. I'm a person. <laughs> uh, all right. Like well, Joe. sense, dude. I'm Bruce Willis. He's <laughs> dead the Only whole time. Joe can see me. Only Jill can see me. I've been off the show the whole time. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, this is another episode of Show Bros Week in Review. I'll see everybody next week. Thank you, Joe. Bye. Bye.